0: Hi,
1: this is Dennis Sempsey. You are listening to the Faith in Humanity podcast. Okay. All right, Mike, it's been a while. <laughs> this is the first time we're talking ever. We don't ever talk outside of recording. Um, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, it's been a while. And there's been a, been a few episodes, um, that have come down the pipe. Um, one, uh, Stephanie, and then the other one, my sister, Danielle. Um, so there's those, those, uh, two episodes and, um, it's, it's so like this, we're going into this recording, um, not really having a necessarily a game plan or an outline or anything like that. Um. But, you know, I, I mean, you listen to the, to both episodes, obviously. So, you know, if there's, um, I guess, I guess just kind of having, having it be this like open door kind of thing, like if, you know, anything in the episodes that you found interesting or just worth noting or discussing, we can just kind of kick it off there and just see where it goes. I mean, wh- part of my like, um, my, like, my favorite aspect of our conversations are the, you know, where it's just kind of free, free form, you know, where it's just kind of like, all right let's see where this goes. And we always hit, I always have fantastic conversations with you. So it's always a lot of fun, but um, yeah, if there's anything, um, you know, on your mind that you, that you heard from the previous two episodes that you want to just uh, kick it off, that'd be, that'd be a good, maybe a good place to start.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know, you know, if there's any weight to it, but like I was, you know, like I was saying, there was my favorite part of, uh, Steph's podcast was, or one of the main, you know, parts that really stuck out to me was when she was talking about you know, working. I guess was she working as a counselor in the prison?
1: Yeah, I believe that was. Um, yeah, she was a counselor in the prison. I I, th- I believe it was like some sort of rotation where she was working with these um, with with sex offenders, and and currently, right now, she she works with um, su- uh, people with substance abuse issues, but. Uh, some of them are actual uh you know registered sex offenders as well on top of having substance abuse problems
0: right and just you know the the point she made of how you know prior to sitting face to face with these people and that it was it's kind of you know it's kind of a it's kind of a heavy moment you know within the conversation for you you know because mm. you know okay here to you know and to anybody who is kind of foreign to that world of you know, sex offenders, the idea of it is, is, can be, you know, just really turn your stomach in ways. But, uh, you know, she was saying that when she was working with them, you know, prior to her experience of sitting and, and, and working with them, working through whatever it may have been, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if she was doing work in regards to, you know, their, their, charges and the fact that they were you know i'm not sure what they were working on but uh she had said you know prior to that you know if you had asked her how what she felt about you know people who were sex offenders and and, you know and you know like anybody it was i I don't remember her words these are not her words but you know a lot of people would have your typical reaction towards it oh it's you know it's disgusting they're monsters this and that but, but you know and then she said, you know, upon yeah. sitting down with them and, you know, it's, she's like, it, it completely changed. I think she said, like I said, I don't remember her words. It's been a few couple months, a few months since, you know, I listened to it, but uh, yeah. how it really, like, it, it. her internal outlook on the people themselves uh, really kind of changed in regard, you know, in comparison to what her take on the people was before sitting down with them and it was it, it was
1: a little mm-hmm.
0: bit more and and it, i don't think she would ever say that she would accept the acts that led to them having to register you know as sex offenders but but she found a oh, lot of no, acceptance no, no, no. towards yeah. just the person and then the fact that you know they 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 just had certain things in their brain and you know that led them to commit this. And they, you know, we, we, we've talked about right and wrong and, and I don't want to go down that road again, but, uh, you know, they know that they shouldn't be <laughs> thinking this stuff or doing it, but they, it's like, they can't help it. It's, it's in there. And, and, and that's where I think it's great. Really like where people her like her come in and they, and they start to work through it, you know, because she said, she's like, you know, these people are sitting right in front of me and I really don't feel threatened or I don't feel, as if I'm sitting in front of the, uh, a monster or, you know, it really was just, I was just sitting in front of a person, you know, doing, you know, her doing her job. And, and I think that's, I, I it was just such a key moment for me because it, it, it just puts a, a spotlight on, I don't know, I would call it compassion, you know, and, and forgiveness and, and not necessarily that you completely forgive, you know, their actions, but you at least give them, a chance to turn, turn themselves around, you know, and, and rehabilitate or whatever you want to call it, you know, and I, I that really, I thought it was just such a fantastic part of the conversation. I mean, that, that was by far my favorite part of the, of, of her, you know, and there were many good parts to the, to the podcast, but, um, that one stuck out just tremendously for me.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. That was, uh, that was definitely a a beautiful part of the conversation. Uh, it's, it's a really, uh, it's like a beautiful moment to come to where it's like, you, you, you see these people, you go into meeting these people that have done egregious things to, you know, to people that are, you know, um, uh, you know, the most vulnerable of society and, uh, to go in and, um, be able to look at them as people who are flawed and, you know, and not necessarily define them by the mistakes that they've made, which I think is like a really important uh, place to be in it is a place of caring and compassion. And it's, it's a really wonderful place Which we've all done a lot of mistakes and of course, you know, then we can get into like ranking mistakes or, you know, which, which mistakes are worse than others. But I think getting to a point where you can look at a person as a person, as a, as a complex person of good and bad, like having a combination, we've talked about this before, how we are kind of made up of good and bad. There's, you know, those things exist in, in, in in us, those two things. Um, And being able to look at someone and um, seeing them with, with compassion and extending, you know, grace to them and, and, and showing them, you know, love and everything. It, it, it is a beautiful thing and it's, and it's something that we need to, uh practice more um i believe and and it's really important And like even bringing it back to like kind of a more of a religious side of things we can talk about like how uh muslims are kind of demonized or really a, a lot many ethnic groups or people that are different um tend to be demonized because they are different um and, and muslims tend to get the brunt of it um because of, you know of, of of terrorist attacks and, and, and certain extremists um, around the world that you know they paint they paint all Muslims in a certain way and, and people fixate on on um like characters of 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 these people and um until you actually sit face to face with these people you know I, I would I would I would like to believe and I would hope that um that these people that um have a deep-seated um, anger, or maybe even as maybe I'll even go as far as to say hatred um, towards these people. Um, and, I, and, and I recognize that a lot of hatred and anger stems from fear. Um, you know that, that they're that they're that they're scared of of these people. That um, when they do interact with a Muslim person, you know, and when they sit across from them, that they can see like this is just a human being. And, and I, and I think that that's really important. And I think that that's important in this day and age when we see that there's a lot of, um, demonization of, you know, just, you know, ethnic groups, uh, religious groups, political groups, like there's just a lot of demonization of people that are other, you know, the people that are different. Um, and, and obviously, um it's different with, say, you know, Muslims and, 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 uh, you know, Hispanics or, you know, Democrats or Republicans or whatever it may be. They don't necessarily are, they're not necessarily doing anything criminal or doing anything, you know, illegal or doing anything evil, unlike, you know, um, you know, unlike the sex offenders that, that did do something that was, you know, criminal and did, affect lives. It did do something that was detrimental to another, to another person. Um, so it may be a slightly different, um, maybe not exactly parallel, but I think that it's, a it's an important, um, it's an important thing to, uh, to make that connection, you know, because it's like,
0: well, and, and I guess that's, I guess that's the key to it is that, you know, like, and I had said earlier in one of our earlier conversations, you know, you know, when it comes to just the ideology of something, you know, it's, it's crazy to jump to a conclusion and demonize it or just paint it as the enemy and the opposition. Um, it, but, and then when, you know, Steph was saying that, you know, and, and then here it is, you know, and then I, you know, it, and, oh, sorry, I got distracted by something, but, you know, it's crazy to paint something that way, you know, if nothing has been done. And you know, once once an act has been committed, like I said, then it's a different story. You know, you know, I don't agree with you know you know actions that where you know harm is caused and there's there's malintent and you know that that's a whole different story. But you know, what we how we like you said, you know, demonize any group or you know this and that. And then within Steph's conversation, it's like, well, here it is that somebody, mm-hmm. somebody has committed an act and, you know, uh, you know, uh, we have our justice system and, and they, they have to go through that this and that. But then here it is, you know, she's sitting there and even still after somebody's committed this act, she's still finding something in herself that's, is hinting at, you know. I don't want to say forgiveness, but you know, I can work with this person. This isn't, this isn't a, this isn't a hopeless case, you know? And I, I thought that was a, a, you know, so when it comes to, you know, groups of people where you're just generalizing, you know, people when they haven't even done anything to, you know, to then say something bad, you know, it's like to me, there's no room for that. There shouldn't be any room for that within anybody's dialogue. You know, if, if if you're just going, if you're just basing what you're saying off, room, you know, whatever rumors or just, uh, I don't know, a, a headline you read that, you know, uh, who, I don't know. It's you know, I just thought it was great that even after you know knowing that these people have committed that, she's still finding something in herself, and it, and it wasn't. I don't know if it was really intentional or, on her part. I think it was a very just a, a human thing of where it was well, you know wait a minute you know here I am talking to this person I think you know something can be done I think you we could sort through or you know and and something can be worked out with this person and, and they you know they can maybe figure out why they did what they did why they were wired the way they were and and, and uh, I don't, yeah I just I, I thought that was great yeah
1: I obviously i completely completely agree with you and it's you know one of the beautiful parts of this podcast um is that i do get to talk to people uh from all different backgrounds you know all different religions and get to a better understanding of the individual rather than just as a group you know we're not we're not like a bison where we're all just like uniform and the way that you know where you can just look across it's like oh everyone's the same you know it's there's you know there's so many differences within the group and everything and that's something that's really important it's like you got to get out of your bubble and go 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 talk to someone you know if 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 if, if the fear is a, a Muslim of, of, you know, Islam or Muslims, and you know that there's a Muslim that works at the grocery store or something, stop and talk to them. Just like, no, don't be like, what do you believe, you know, have a casual friendly conversation and build up a relationship with them, build up a friendship and like, and, and you'll soon find that the, that these people aren't who, who you thought they were, you
0: know? Um, I th- no, I think no. I, you know, and I do that. I try to do that daily in my life. I mean, there's, you know, I, I, I live a quiet life, you know, a life of a decent amount of solitude. But with that being said, you know, we all need to a certain degree, um, you know, just human interaction and there, you know, there's different levels of it, this and that, but I, you know, I love, and I'm not, I'm not a terribly outgoing person. Um, I'm probably pretty reserved. I mean, I grew up being timid, shy, but you know, I, I kind of forced myself out of that just cause I, I didn't want to be that way, but I'm still, when it comes to engaging in conversation, I still go about it slowly, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not the, I'm not the most extroverted, but, and you learn how to find your windows, you know, uh, if somebody drops something, just kind of swoop in, pick it up for them, yeah. you know? and then you know that then you, if you, then i use that as you know the opening to start a little conversation and you just have to feel it out some people they don't have the time or they don't really want to and then other times you'll find yourself talking for 20 30 minutes to what people would call you know a complete stranger hmm. and and it really you know and, and, and a conversation like that could really just change the day in that you know you could be stuck in your head on whatever it is you know, just not feeling great about it. And then all of a sudden, you know, you could have a a, a 10, 15 minute conversation. that just, it just takes you out of that, uh, whatever thought it was, that was just kind of weighing you down and you couldn't seem to get out from under it. And, you know, it doesn't take much. And so I love doing that. And, and yeah, there's people of all different, you know, walks of life who I find myself talking to and, uh, and it's great. It, it, it just opens you up more and more to just, more and more people and just people in general and it and it's so it's so life enriching Mm -hmm.
1: yeah no i agree 100 percent. and even like that that's why i use the example of like uh the person that works at the grocery store but you you'll run it like i'll go to the same gas station and see you know the same people that work there and it's very easy to then over time just build that conversation even if you're not a very outgoing person you know you can can find those people in your life and be able to um talk with them and it's yeah it's fantastic it really really it broadens your worldview and it and it causes you to be more um yeah compassionate and understanding
0: Um, you know and at best you know and and at best if if you then find yourself in company who starts you know just talking poorly about uh whoever it may be whatever group of people you know the least that happens is that you just you don't join in you know i have you know i stuff conversations like that they, they whoever it is you know they start to talk and i just kind of i just don't say anything i don't respond to it and i you know i don't I, some people you know say oh you know step up and say something to you know and that you know that's just it's i guess that depends on the person's makeup you know but whereas. I don't, you know, it's like, well, it's not my place. I'm not, I don't want to be their parent and I don't want to tell them that they should or shouldn't think anything. But if I just don't say anything in regards to what they just said, it it kind of makes the point that, yeah, I don't really agree with you. Uh, I don't, I don't even need to say that. And they just, they, they realize it and they, they just kind of take a turn and whether it has an effect on them. I don't know you know they might go home feeling the same way they did or they might it, there's a chance where it's like well why didn't why didn't why didn't he agree with me why didn't he join in on the conversation you know um, mm-hmm. so that, that, that's it can help with that you know just talking to you know and then you find yourself in the future running into somebody else who's talking about whatever type of person it is that you happen to be able to talk to one day on the street or a store and it's after having a conversation with the person you know in the street of the store later down the line when somebody else is talking you know poorly about that those whatever type of person it might be it's you i know for me it's like I just you know and i, th- I it's all internal but it's like well I humbly disagree <laughs> it's, uh, and but you know like I said my outlook is well you're entitled to think what you want to and but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go along with it just because for the sake of agreement, you know, I just, I just, at that point just keep to myself and wait for the topic to change.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm the same way as you, I, you know, I, I'll, you know, people will make comments and, and say things and I just, and, and sometimes it's directed right at me and it's like not directed as in they're, they're, they're throwing insults at me, but it's like meant for me to respond to and I'll just, and I'll just keep quiet. I'll just keep quiet and, you know, okay, you say what you want to say. And I think, uh, I think they get the, get the idea. It's like, I, you know, clearly I don't agree with you and what, and the things that you're saying, but, and I've actually struggled with the same thing that you mentioned. Like some people will probably be like, no, you need to push back every opportunity that you get, It yeah, well, you know, like
0: what my, my, my argument to that is, you know, because um, what are, what do they call them these days? This uh, social justice Warriors. Yeah.
1: SJWs, Social Justice Warriors, yeah.
0: Do they have an acronym they use the acronym now?
1: I think they I've heard the acronym used. I don't know if the SJWs <laughs> I just use the acronym. I don't know if they I don't know if they use the acronym, but people do, uh, so I think it's okay.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, that's fine. Anyway, but you know, they would argue, no, you have to take that opportunity and, and say something, but I don't know, from an outside you know, if you really take a fly on the wall approach to a situation like that if you if you turn around and jump down their throat, you're just you're being just as abrasive and just as, you know, just as abrasive. It doesn't as they change
1: are. minds either. It doesn't change minds.
0: No, if they yeah, if anything, it's just going to get them angry at you, and and you're not doing yeah. anything. You know, it's not it's not really helping anything. Uh, you know that's what that's why I disagree with that approach. It's, and it's not to say that it's a wrong approach. I get it. You know, and I I commend people who are able to uh you know say something and have it make a change you know but i don't know for me i find that silence is way more effective in a situation like that yeah
1: and i, I you know it's one of those things that uh force change never actually changes the person it no. usually causes them to harden into their own uh, their their belief systems and everything so if you i know i guess there, there's a way I, you know there You know, the SJWs of the world, you know, they'll go in (laughs) screaming, you know, fists flying. And that's not a good approach. I'm sure that there's I'm sure that there's like a balance to where you can express how you're feeling, very respectful way and get to a better understanding. I, like you, feel that um, in those situations, I think there are certain situations, certain things that it is appropriate and it is okay to push back and really, um, stand firm in something and really, you know, uh, yeah, express how you feel and your, and your opinion. I think that there are certain areas to do that in certain areas of life that you should do that. in. I think that when you're having talks in regards to people's preconceived notions or their misconceptions or misunderstandings, um, or stereotypes of religious groups, ethnic groups, or, you know, political groups or whatever it may be. Um, I think that, I always feel that silence and then finding your in to maybe express how you're feeling in, in, mm-hmm. at, at different times. I think that that's a better way to bring about change because change is a gradual thing. It, you know, you can't, you can't force change. And then by forcing change, you're just going to force a, a greater pushback against you. Um, so yeah, I definitely think this, at least I find that the silence method is okay. And then there are some people that you know that i do get into disagreements with and i have no problem pushing back against them and expressing how i'm feeling about stuff oh absolutely we have that that dynamic yeah yeah we have that dynamic and and that's totally fine but then i know there's some people that i just can't do that with like it's just okay like you, you have your your thing i'm just gonna be silent or maybe i'll try to I know, sometimes i try to make jokes to diffuse some situations but like that's just my own <laughs> i don't know my own anxious response
0: to things <laughs> i don't know
1: but like <laughs> but like but you know i think that uh staying silent is probably the uh the best approach uh for for most of, at least it's the approach that i'm gonna that i do and i'm gonna continue to do that's for sure um but anyway okay so um that was the Steph thing. Um, the, the thing that you pulled out from from the from the conversation with Steph. and and um yeah just just one last thing it's it's really interesting because i'm a i'm a true crime fanatic i i, I listen to probably way too much true crime it's probably like concerning the amount of true crime that i listen to <laughs> like the amount of like mur- murder podcasts i know that it's a popular genre right now but it, but i listen to it yeah, like yeah and
0: that I, that's what i was going to say i mean i I, well, I part of me wonders if i'm missing out because i mean i don't really look into it or watch it at all really uh but i i have caught wind that a lot of people are are into that kind of stuff
1: oh murder is very popular (laughs) like i mean i mean that's just like i mean you watched making it we were just talking about making a murder before we started recording Um, True, true. and it's like it's people have a fascination i was just reading online that they're going to be introducing more true crime documentaries and everything to netflix it's a very popular and popular genre and i think it's I don't know, I have, I have many theories as to why it's so popular and personally why I enjoy listening to podcasts about serial killers and other crimes and everything, but we won't get into that. It's just it's just fascinating that um, listening to some podcasts about certain serial killers and talking to the people that were uh, their lawyers or people that interviewed them, they're just like, yeah, like you sit with them and it's just, they're just like evil. Like there's just like, they get the feeling that there's like, almost no redemption for, for, for these people, which is fascinating because I think that like, I think most people there is like this balance, but I don't, and this is like, I have no mm-hmm. idea right now I there you know, I, 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 you know, I'm not, I'm not saying definitively, I have no idea, but like, I wonder if there are people that are just 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 not redeemable it may not be their fault i think there's a combination of a lot of factors i think that it's it, it you know nature nurture that kind of All debate right. but i think i think there's a combination i think that they're, uh, they're both
0: the elite, in, in that lead to just that quote-unquote evil yeah you know
1: i think that it's just a build-up of a lot of things so like i don't know it, it's a fascinating discussion i just i was thinking about that when we were talking about these people that um steph was interacting with um and how, uh, how you know, she found a lot of redemptive qualities, and she could see the humanity in these people. And, mm, um, yeah. and I think that, and I think that that's, um, I think, I think that it's, um, I think that that's the case with with, with with the vast majority of people. I've never sat down with a serial killer, like uh, really prolific serial killers. So I, I, don't know if if I would experience yeah, I would. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, w- I don't know if I'd experience true evil but i feel like when you sit down with people um even killers even people that do really bad things and you sit with them long enough and you talk about them i feel like there's an area um and i kind of find this way and i don't know <laughs> i don't know if i should admit this on the podcast but i'm gonna do it anyway because i'm already halfway halfway through admitting it um when i listen to stuff about serial killers it's almost like there, there's moments where like you can relate to them, not necessarily, obviously not their actions, not the things that they do, but certain like personality traits of who they are. It's like, well, Hmm. I kind of see myself a little bit in that, you know, I can see myself um, enjoying. Yeah, they're human. Exactly. That's the point that I'm trying to make. It's like, they're human, they're complex and like there are certain attributes and there's certain things that they do in the way that they think and the way that they act that you're like, Hey, yeah, I can kind of relate to that. Like I can see that. You know, it's like, I think a big one is like the need for, the need for control. Um, and I think a lot of people would be like, mm. I like control in my life. A lot of people like to have control of their life because it gives them comfort. Now the serial killers, they'll take it to the extreme where they would be obsessed about control. But there's like certain little bits where it's like, okay, that little bit of me, I can, I can see myself in that. And, and I don't know, this may be terrible. This may be terrible things to, to to say, but I think a lot of people would be able to relate with that. Or would hopefully be able to relate with that because it's, um, once again, we're all, I truly believe we're all capable of immense amounts of evil. Every single person. I don't care who you are. I feel like we all have the capability of doing terrible things, but the true test of morality is choosing to do the right thing mm. and choosing not to go down the bad path. That's what, that's what i truly believe um and i think that like um i think being able to recognize that um is, is important it's 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 really important to be like okay i'm a human being and they're human beings and you know what um they they happen to do this and once again there's a lot of factors there's like there's a lot of abuse that go on, that, that that went on in a lot of their stories. And there you know, there's oh, yeah. there's a lot that went into to why they became who they became. You know, it's not just like I don't want anybody scared out there thinking like, oh, could I wake up one day and be a serial killer? No, 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 it's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, yeah,
0: it's not an in-the-moment decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. It, there, there's a lot. And and I'm not someone that's like, I struggle every day. Like I wanna murder a ton of people, but yeah. I choose not to ever- it's not like that. It's it's just this idea that like we are capable of hurting people and doing these really terrible things that we choose to do the right thing. And, and that's part of humanity. Um, got a little bit derailed. Um, and I hope that listeners <laughs> don't, aren't, aren't concerned right now. I hope that made sense. I hope that made sense, but
0: yeah, well, we got there, didn't we? We, we didn't just, you know, just skip any, whatever. I mean, somehow it got there.
1: That's true. That's true. And it's like, um, yeah, maybe if you listen to enough uh, true crime stuff like I do, maybe you'd see. Maybe you'd see what I what I see. You got to start listening to some more true crime stuff. Um, it is. It is fascinating. We will. We will continue on. Um, so you. So so the conversation that I had with um. With Danielle, Danielle. yeah, <laughs> I have many sisters. Yeah. I have many, sisters, I forgot <laughs> which this one, which, which true. one did I talk to? Um, yeah, Danielle, um, that was, that was a fantastic conversation. And, and, you know, I've been planning, and you know, maybe, maybe over the holiday break, it's been, it's been a little crazy because I've been finishing up school and I was going to talk to my brother and he's been finishing up school as well. Um, but, uh, you know, soon enough, I'll have to talk, talk to the next sibling because I definitely want to continue because I thought it was a really interesting conversation. It was a really fun conversation as well yeah
0: i mean it was fantastic there were so many um different you know just dynamics to it i mean it was nice because i mean the fact that it was danielle you could just your your excitement was you know palpable yeah. within the discussion it was you know and it and it just having it be her you know it put you at ease um which you know which is good you know because i and I, I mean i can imagine you know i don't know see I, I tend to i don't know i i feel as if i tend to go into conversations the same with people. And that's how it feels for me. I don't know if it comes off that way, but um, I know you had said that, you know, sometimes going into, you know, certain conversations with whoever it is that you're interviewing in the podcast, you know, you could be nervous or this and that. And, uh, you know, it was nice just to know that you were just relaxed and, and, you know, and enjoying it. And, uh, and, and just the, the sibling dynamic. And it's you know it on its own it just made it real uh, just you know entertaining. And also, I think it and it adds a whole new angle to the conversation because you, the two of you are able to approach things from angles that you know not any two random people can. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that sibling bond. You know, where you, you just you grew up under the same roof, so you're able to yeah it it just it puts the whole the conversation on a whole nother kind of level a whole nother plane which which was yeah really enjoyable to listen to
1: yeah that's awesome yeah i i feel like i feel like most people listening to that episode could really feel that um feel like you know like you said my excitement to talk to her and like it was it was just an awesome conversation it was yeah we were we just it was a blast you know it was just we we definitely had a it was definitely, it was very different from, uh, my, my other conversations it was even like, I mean, obviously talking to random people, it's, it's, it tends to be a little bit more rigid, a little bit more professional. And even like, it's even different talking to you because, you know, we, we didn't, you know, grow up in the same house we don't have that same connection. Um, that I do with Danielle um, and my other siblings. So yeah, it was, it was an awesome, awesome conversation. Um, I had a lot of, a lot of fun with that. And Danielle, I just, I find it.
0: What was your, what was your favorite like part or what were the highlights for you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What I was going to say is that I found, you know, I, I feel like trying to find something very specific, um, well, I would say if I had to choose one thing, like specifically from the conversations I really enjoyed is like, like both of our um, emphasis on the importance of honesty in like a faith walk and just being I feel like honesty in, in, in all walks of life and in any interactions that you have with people, it's incredibly important to be honest with your feelings and 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 where you're at and the, and the thoughts that you're having with with like obviously uh with like uh um people that people that you feel very comfortable with that you can confide in uh we talked about that a little bit before we were recording actually uh the importance of being able to have people to have a conversation with so i feel like the emphasis of it on honesty is really important but overall with the conversation i just i i really I really adore Danielle, and not just because she's my sister, uh, because, you know, I adore her, because, you know, way beyond that, like, her just as a person, because she's just got...
0: She has a huge heart. I
1: don't know, she's just got... Oh, huge heart, yeah. And just, like, Danielle has always been far beyond her years yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i mean like she's always been very wise and you know what she'd probably be like oh no no no! i was never that wise da, da, da. no i'm still learning and you know obviously th- those two things can definitely coexist but like she's she's so wise and she's, she's got this like Man, it's it's really hard for me to pinpoint the exact word like
0: um Well it's you know th- that's the in- that's one of the most interesting things about humans is that you know it's it's our you know our genetic makeup is uh, you know as individuals, you're you're stamped with it from day one. So and there's certain things about yourself that you, you kinda can't change. You are who you are. And yeah. and as you go through life, you you kinda find that if you're true to yourself, go, going back to your honesty and stuff, because I, in regards to the whole honesty thing, I was going to say, you know, I dare I say that it makes life easier. You know, be, just being honest with yourself, with others, I, it's just, I find it easier to navigate through life because you know life is very complex. There's a lot to it. And there's a lot of twists, turns, and unforeseen stuff, and uh, but in regard, you're going back to Danielle. It's, you know, we, we are, you know, you have, you have that, you know, genetic fingerprint from day one. You, you, you just, you are who you are. And as you go through life and if you are true to yourself and, and you just be yourself, uh, you tend to find people's reactions towards you tend to be the same, you know, and, and you get an, you get a good idea of who you are based off of what people will say about you, you know, and, and to your face, even not, you know, I'm not saying, you know, like behind your back or anything like that, but you know, like, I don't know if it's often or if it's, but you know, there are times where people say, huh, like, you know, you're this or you're that. And, and, and if you listen to that, and I find at least when people will, you know, make comments to me about how I am or, you know, how I carry myself, they always tend to line up. It's always, you know, similar stuff. You know, I would you know, I always tend to get just, you know, laid back and, <laughs> uh, just, you know, uh, I, I guess that might be the, laid back to... huh?
1: laid ba- I said laid back to a fault.
0: Maybe.
1: I, I... <laughs> people say that about people that are laid back. You know?
0: Yeah. Oh, and I would agree with that too. Completely. I would definitely, <laughs> I would definitely agree with that. Um, you know, there's, there. I do, yeah. Well, I don't want to go down that road, <laughs> but uh, but with Danielle, it's, uh, yeah. I think she she has always kind of been that way, and it's really how how old is she now? Twenty. She's going to be.
1: She's twenty four, but she'll be twenty five on the thirtieth of December, or so coming up. I think she's she's turning twenty five on okay. the thirtieth. Yeah.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So yeah, like just in the last couple of years, it's you know been able to kind of when you do hang out, you know, kind of engage with her as a, as a, you know, quote unquote adult. Um, yeah, just, just a, a, a fantastic person to be around. It's just, you know, just what, I mean, full of just full of life, just vibrant too. very, um, I don't want to say intense, but she's just very, she's just very giving of her attention, you know, when you're involved in a conversation yeah. with her it's she's just she's she's into it yeah. you know and she's into you she's into the and it's 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 a very giving trait which is which is fantastic which is it is sometimes rare to come by and and she she exudes it and in and, and to a very high extent and uh it's yeah it's, it's it's always a joy to be around her and it was um it was it was it was a joy to listen to the conversation that's why her middle name uh, is joy is it really? Yeah, her name is right. joy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always, I never thought about that. Yeah,
1: she just. Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, it's so, it's so fitting. That's yeah, so funny. So,
1: yeah, exactly. She encompasses everything that's joyful. Um, yeah. What, what I was, what I was trying to search for before, and as you were talking, I was kind of thinking about this. I feel like what I really appreciate in Danielle, and something that I feel like I lack, and I think that has become pretty apparent. Uh, in, in the podcast is that I'm at a, like, I'm at a place in my life that's, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of in this searching period, I'm definitely in this searching period. So I'm kind of in this, like, what do I really believe in? I'm trying to formulate these beliefs, but not really kind of like, keep kind of like stretching myself thin to kind of like grab hold of a bunch of different things and maybe trying to make something out of that, like taking a little bit from here, a little bit from there, trying to like like, create this, like, potato head, you know, religious beliefs, and Danielle has a very, like, this beautiful confidence about her, but it's, but it's, like, it's it's a very comforting confidence. It's kind of like, I believe what I believe, but it's not a haughty, it's not an aggressive, it's just, like, a very, it's a very, like, I have I thought about this, and I believe this, and and, and I, I don't know, I find that very attractive, and, and I find that, uh and, and her beliefs, I find, uh, very attractive because I think that she comes from a place like you said where she's very giving has a huge heart it's it's a it's it's her beliefs are based off of uh, her huge heart and her and her love for for other people so that's and it's funny attractive. you bring
0: you bring that up it's funny because I was gonna say my favorite part of of her part of her side of the conversation was when when she said i forget what led to it, but she just said she made the point of how she She's now that she's older, she's, she's not afraid to question things in regards to faith. Yeah. And, and I thought that was, uh, that was my favorite part. I thought that was awesome because it's not, you know, she's not taking, um, she's not just, she's not in a good way. She's not just taking what's thrown at her, Mm -hmm. you know? And I and I think that's fantastic because that that's if if a person if you're trying to build you know a solid foundation uh you know and and core of beliefs you're not going to do yourself any favors if you just accept what somebody's saying you know if you if you feel something in you that just I don't want to say disagrees but just doesn't understand well you know question it. it you know and I thought that was I thought that was just her shining moment, uh, within the conversation where she said, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to question things at this point. And I believe, I believe she said she also found that to be very helpful.
1: Yeah. Questioning your beliefs and then forces you to think about them in, in many different ways that usually strengthens your beliefs. So I definitely find it. It's always helpful to question. See, when I heard her talking about questioning things and how she's not afraid to question things, I never once really thought that um, that was question like monumental questioning of like does God even exist? You know, I I, I thought I think that she has the confidence of what she believes in, but then there's a lot of other things that she's um, she's kind of taking the time to figure out or allowing herself the leniency to to take the time to 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 figure that out and i
0: can't uh it's a little it's a little foggy i can't remember what aspects of her it wasn't her faith overall that she was questioning it was it was the little aspects within it um but in that sense it was it's you know through that questioning you know she's just kind of doing fine touch-up work if you will you know like like a we would to a painting or something um just tying up loose ends you know uh, I I can't uh, I don't want to sit too much in silence while I'm thinking but certain aspects of uh, I can't remember what it was but yeah I thought it was great and then to go back to what you were saying I think what I think something that would help with you is like what did you say you were very lost is that what you said like two minutes ago, I said I relate to
1: I, I relate to serial killers is what I no, saying. <laughs> um, no, um, uh, yeah, where I feel like I don't know, yeah, maybe loss isn't the right word, but I just feel like I just feel like, and I'm sitting this place, I'm sitting in this place comfortably. Like before, I used to stress out about like, oh, I need to figure stuff out, da da da. Right now, I'm just sitting in this place of like, okay, this is where I'm at with my beliefs. I'm not sure. What I believe, I'm still trying to figure that out, and and you know I'm not going to put a time frame on it. I'm just going to let it happen, and and you know I'll slowly get it get there. So, can you truly be lost if you're okay where you're at? <laughs> I guess not. Like right.
0: Well, t- well, I I don't believe you know I don't think there's any such thing as being lost, really, as they say. You know, I, I and I think that's true. I you know it and and it. It's all a matter of perspective. Like I've I've been dealing with somebody recently where, and I noticed anytime I would have a conversation with them, it was always, um, you know, and they'd really be worked up over it. Like I can't do this. I can't do that because I don't have this and I'm not able to do that, you know, and just running in circles in, in their head of what they can't do and my and. My my takeaway was well just well all your you know all you've been saying is what you can't do and what you don't have and th- what, you know the, all these negative based aspects and angles on the situation and is it true yes it's undeniable but my thing is just hit pause and let me and and, and I inject the question of you know what what can you do what do you have and focus on the you know i don't want to I, I hate to use negative and positive but and you know that the, the idea of polarity but just take it from the angle of where you you can grab onto something and and work with something and, and and have movement and and evolve with something and in regards to you it's as opposed to think like well i don't know that i don't know well well, what do you know? What do you feel? And and just hold on to that. Even if it's one little tiny thing, just hold on to focus on that and then start to just do a, like little bits of building at a time on what you do have. And if you focus on that stuff, before you know it, that pile is going to hopefully get a lot bigger And and at some point, maybe even start to dwarf the pile of what it is you don't know or or that you're unsure of and you know and and in building up the pile of what you do know and what you do feel to be true and what what does resonate with you you can slowly chip away at all the uncertainties you have in life and it's and it's all just it's all just a matter of perspective you know and it's 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 something that is so hard I, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's the ego at work, where where you just where you you just get stuck on a certain angle. But it's and I don't know what it is that helps people or me or you know able to just kind of just pull back a little bit and just how can I approach this differently? And some and that makes it makes all the difference in the world. Because you have to have you have to have something. You know you have to you have to have something. You have to believe in something to hold on to it and and, and be grateful for it. Even like I said, even it's just a shred of something, that's great. You know, hold, wave it, wave it proudly, you know, and, and, and just, and, and, and use that as, you know, as, as your sail or, or, or even the wind in it, whatever. I I don't know. I'm trying to think of an analogy, but just, and just focus on it and be happy about it. You know what? You know, I, I might not know much about whatever, you know, but I do know this and you should feel good about that. You should feel, that should give you hope. It should give you an even some sort of direction in what way to start, you know, and what way to then move forward and just obtain more and more over time, you know, to just get more things that you do know. And it's like, no, I, I read this really, really resonates with me. I, I now believe I kind of believe this to be true as well. And and you just build upon what, what you do know. And And in your case, you know, you know, you, you build your, your faith and you, you, I think it, it should be anybody's right to build your own. And, you know, like we had talked about in regards to, you know, like your parents and stuff, it's okay. You know, people are going to have their faith and yeah, they might try to, they might try to convince you that theirs is the way and that's fine. I mean, you know, that's, that's their right, but it's 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 also their right to have their faith and and to me it's anybody's right to build and morph and and shape their faith how they how they will and how they want because it's only it's only yours to have so you know just do with it what you will and i think yeah so you know just take that like i said take the angle of as opposed to oh i'm just not sure i don't know i don't that's all well and good. You may not, you know, nobody, at the end of the day, nobody knows, dare I say anything, but, um, if that makes you uncomfortable, those thoughts of, you know, I don't know, I just, I'm not, I'm just not sure. Well stop thinking those thoughts and just take a breath and rotate your seat to look on something that you do know. Cause there's gotta be something in there that you, that you feel is true or, you know, feel, you know, that, that really just, Makes you feel the slightest bit fulfilled when it comes to knowing something, quote unquote. Yeah, you know, so, and just what do you, uh, well, you know, I do kind of feel this, and then, and then, and take it. And like I said, if you can't run with it, that's okay. Just, you know, just, but hold on to that. And, and then just over time, I think since you're sitting in that more of a positive or whatever angle on it, you're able to, you want to hold on to it, and then you over, to, you'll be able to build on it in time. And you're better off doing that that slow process than opposed to just looking at it from Oh, i just don't know i just don't know i just you know because that's never going to change if you if you stay seated at that angle and that you know and i think danielle kind of in a way you know made that point of like well i had she has her faith and and she had and she feels comfortable in it and then as she goes through it, you know, certain things may come up in church or, or whatever it may be, where she said, you know, I think to myself, well, I'm just not sure about this. I don't, you know, great, you know. So so she, she continues to hold on what it is she does know and feel to be true to her. And then she, on the, on, a, on the side almost, you know, chips away at the uncertainties, but in a way that she's comfortable with it. You know, she's just slowly exploring her uncertainties, and and in time, through conversation and just through living life, I think you know she'll come to just better understandings of what at one point in time was just an uncertainty for her. And I think that yeah, know it was a great, it was a great. Like I said, it, I don't, she didn't put it that way, but that's how I took it. You know,
1: I agree with you. I agree with you totally. That 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 like, it's definitely a healthier place to be
0: just kind of unloaded
1: to say okay yeah that i believe like i I don't want to mislead people like of course i have certain beliefs that i hold on to that i you know that i feel like these things are pretty true i can kind of put a stake in the ground and be like i find this to be pretty true I, i have certain i have certain things that i believe in actually you know it's kind of funny um through therapy. That was something that I, that I was working on because I've even said that to my therapist. I was kind of like, man, I kind of feel wishy washy. Like I kind of feel like I'm, I I got my hands in all these different pies trying to figure stuff out. And he's like, well, let's talk things out. Like, and, and, and over time I found like five or six things that I was like, yeah, those things right now I'm non-apologetic about for believing. Like I, I find these things to be true. And you know what? Um, I'm, I'm going to believe those things and I'm not going to be apologetic about it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to jam it down people's throats, but like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to believe what I believe in. And, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to allow, um, it's not like I'm not going to allow myself to be persuaded, but it's like, um, I feel, I feel pretty confident in these, in these things right now. And although like everything is a, uh, open for discussion of course but um i feel pretty confident in certain things we had a list of things that i felt were really core to things that i believed in so like there are definitely things that i that i hold on to but i definitely think that i have the ability to get into a hopeless state where i feel like man i, I really feel like uh i want to call myself a hollow shell but like kind of a kind of like a, man th- this is like really only in only so much in regards to like um Religion, where, 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 and spirituality, where I kind of feel extremely wishy-washy, but there are certain things that I think that are core to um, certain religions I believe firmly in, like um, ex- always showing kindness, compassion, and love for everyone, no matter what. You know, there are certain things that I find really important that I think are are essential to the human experience, to to having a joyful. Uh, life experience, and also um, for the insurance of the progression of of the human race. Um, I find there are certain things that are really, really important. So I'm not entirely wishy washy, um, but I definitely am at a spot where I am uh, where I'm, I guess I'm just. And maybe this maybe this is where the problem is right now. And I'm processing this in real time. But maybe this is where the problem is where. Where I feel like I need to identify my beliefs as being like it is, it is Christianity. I'm a Christian, I'm a Muslim. I'm, a, um, I'm Jewish. you know like having to put a label on it where maybe I have to detach myself from that and just slowly build up you know kind of like a collage of, 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 of beliefs of things that I feel firm about. and if it, it comes from if it comes from a grab bag of a bunch of different things, like that's okay too. Um, but, um, I, yeah, I feel like Danielle's confidence in certain core beliefs that she has in regards to her religious beliefs and her spiritual beliefs, I find, um, very attractive that I guess that she can articulate them so well. And she feels very, so, 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 so strong in them and so confident in them because, you know, I find for myself, it took me to go, go to therapy, a whole session of, talking out to really be like, yeah, these are the things that I feel strongly about, but it took, it took time to, to, um, to find those out. And now of course I can, I can state them confidently and everything. But so I guess like she may be just at a different place where she's processed things. Um, uh, uh at, um, she processed things, um, on a different timeline than, just, than, than I did. I was
0: going to say just differently. Yeah.
1: Just differently. Exactly. So essentially I don't want it to, I don't want necessarily, I don't want people to necessarily think that, uh, I, I, I don't have any beliefs that I find to be true. Um, because I do, it's just, um, I feel like maybe I'm malleable. Maybe I feel like I'm, I'm more malleable than, than, um, than I would like to be. Um, I feel like, I feel like I'm very open to being persuaded. Maybe maybe that's,
0: see, I think that's a, I think that's a great thing though. I think that's one of the goals in life. And I think for me, I, I always personal, like personally, I always, my outlook is the more open I am, the better. And and the more, the more you're open to just things passing through you.
1: Yeah. You know, I used to really think that, but then if you are so malleable, then then do you believe in anything really? I mean, do you have any really firm beliefs that you that you wave proudly up, or is everything kind of this like, uh, you know, like timidly lifting this up fearfully, almost potentially lifting this up and being like, I believe in this, but uh, you know, what does anybody else have to say about it? You know, that kind of. Thing. um
0: i do i mean i do i do have firm i do have firm beliefs that that i feel are true and and i do i like it it's it's what i hold on to tightly and i and i believe it and it's see for me it's i'm very comfortable with it because i i feel it to be true i don't feel it I don't feel the need to present it to anybody but myself if it if if the situation arises where I where I can and and because I'm not going I'm not I'm not going to ever be one to to preach or try to pitch you uh an idea or an outlook but if this you know if the circumstance arises where I could say well you know I look at it this way I feel this way um then great, you know, and if not, well, I don't care either, because it's what I feel, and, and like I said, and it's, it, like I said, it's, it's just, and I feel it to be true, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's certain thoughts, it's, it, it almost, it's almost like it hits you like lightning, um, and it, and it's, it's just such a clear moment of, of, of an idea, you know, that, that it's just like truth, you know, truth is such a, every human grasps for truth uh it's a very broad vague thing but at the same time it's also it's it's just it's a very it's a very potent thing it's a very you know and and it's we that's what we all want you know you know what is the what is the truth to it all and and, um uh, for me Uh, you know just and it's the most random time you know and sometimes when you're not even really thinking about trying to find truth you know it's just for whatever reasons it just like i said it it, to me my it's like it's like a lightning strike and then just bam and all of a sudden it's like oh like and it's it's so clear and, and you never forget it and you you never let go of it um and yeah uh, you wait and you you don't you can't force it either it's it's nothing it's nothing that's done out of out of will uh, for me at least it's my experience it it uh it just it just happens like i said you hold on to it but at the same time so you always have this little uh i don't know just like a, a little collection of reserves that just it's kind of in your back pocket you know and the, and, and you just Hmm. cling to it tightly but not like in an intense way but you know you're just very very comfortable with the idea of it and you and it and it's it just resonates so much with you that you just you can't let it go even yeah. if you try you can't you can't get rid of it so it's always just there it then just becomes yeah. a part of you while at the same time though remain i think like i said i think it's great to just always remain open because if you if you just close yourself off, you know you're kind of closing yourself off to those lightning strikes and you're just limiting yourself.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with that because yeah, maybe maybe like the idea of being comfortable with certain ideas and certain truth or certain lightning bolt strikes, uh, which I kind of liked. No, I, I really like the way that you said that because that's how I found a lot of the truth that has hit me. It just kind of comes out of random thing, Like, just like, I you know, usually when I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to figure stuff out. I'm going to start reading books. And, and, no, 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 no. I am no, no. learning, I'm learning. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it does way. not work like that at all. Although, you know, certain books can be helpful. Like, you know, we talked about uh, a book right before we started recording. That's been, that's been helpful. But uh, most of the time, the lightning bolt strikes of the realizations and truths or um, things that resonate with my core being, which, which I really like too. it's like one of those things that you can't, it, it's almost impossible to describe when it hits you. You're just like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. That makes a ton of sense. And and it's hit me at the most random times where I'm like, you know what, that feels right for like that. That feels like it's right it makes sense to me um and it makes me and it gives me I love that comfort yeah it just gives me comfort like yes that like it's almost like it's almost
0: it's a pacifier yeah
1: passive yeah exactly yeah or like like a like a yeah like a puzzle piece just falling into place where it's like okay that feels like it fits right there I'm not forcing anything I just I just feel like that's right and it's almost like I mean if for sure it, it there's a physical reaction to it, it it's it's like instant like um like like um I tend to be just just being like more of a tense anxious person I tend I tend to be tense a lot with me. Yeah exactly yeah it's just like exactly it's like muscles just relax and like heart rate almost goes down and you're just like yeah That's that's something that I was searching for and it's not like and maybe and,
0: <laughs> you know it's funny because like for me it's I'm like I'm very much probably opposite of you whereas me it, it kind of like charges me. Oh, up. for me because <laughs> I'm, I'm
1: charged up so much yeah. that that it does the opposite effect. But like <laughs> you know, and it's not it's not even like um,
0: yeah, that's funny.
1: It's not like ultimate truth. And Maybe that's the big everybody's searching for ultimate truth. But maybe there maybe the whole.
0: Which you're never, never gonna, gonna find, find it. it. Exactly. My 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 personal belief. My personal belief is you you get it. You get it when you pass. That's 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 when you get it. That's the aha moment. But that's
1: every religion is like, or mostly every religion is like, we have the ultimate truth. We have what? What's the meaning of this life? And I feel like maybe life. No,
0: no, that's that's the part of that's the part of religion that I it just to me is asinine. You know, they they, they tell you that so you show up and you 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 contribute to the collection basket, and they just keep roping you in and they just keep dangling that carrot in front of your face. And I, and I and it's wrong. It's wrong. Uh, yeah well i don't want to say you know that's kind of strong words but it's it's one thing to say hey if you want to come in and talk about this kind of stuff we're here to do it but to stake a claim that you are you know be it the 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 preacher the pastor the rabbi the whoever and and the, the the religion itself is the gateway to understanding uh, to me it's just it's i i don't buy i I don't buy it i don't you know i just don't it's you know it's not uh yeah i don't like the idea of that at all (laughs) tell us how you really feel like
1: about it (laughs) you just got charged up yeah i agree it's it's i don't like that idea either because i feel like maybe life yeah maybe life isn't supposed to be the pursuit of what the meaning is, but you find little glimpses of the meaning here and there through interactions with other people, through art, through music, through these beautiful, through nature, through these beautiful moments of life, you get those little bits of pieces and maybe that's all that life is maybe not all that life is but that's a major component of what life is is that is those no. moments?
0: right that's yeah, just yeah. it's just an aspect of life and that's what i was going to say like kind of throughout the whole time of you making that point and the, t- talking about the, the lightning strike moments the only way you get them is yeah. just through living life exactly and it you know and it's you know i've had times where you're just you know, of, 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 just feeling very unfulfilled and just thinking like, you know, well, going to work is going to, is the last thing that's going to make me feel, uh, you know, good. It's the last thing that's going to turn this around, you know? Uh, but I found that the more you, yeah, stop trying to force the, the turnarounds and you just, it's like, and I kind of had a, a little, to a small degree, I had the experience today, even of just, you know, in the morning, it was just, for whatever reasons, it was, it was just hard to shake this little bit of a, uh, you know, I don't know, just inner, inner, inner dissonance, kind of just, uh, whatever, you know. And then, but you know, but again, I don't fight it as much as I used to when I was younger. That's that's one of the good things about, you know. As you get older, you just lose energy (laughs) and you don't, but again, but so anyways, to get back to it, it was just like, well, I'll just keep, keep plugging along, keep plugging along. And then by the end of the day, I was working with somebody who the conversation happened to go to, he, he mentioned, you know, playing guitar and we, and we just started talking about music and the conversation just got so we were both so enthusiastic about the topic and it, it just like that, everything turned around. So, you know, as opposed to me saying, you know what, I'm just, I'm not feeling it today. I'm not going to go into work. I'm not going to, I'm just going to sit and I'm going to try to work this out on my own. It's like, just, just keep going along with what you think, you know, is sh- you should do. It kind of feels like the little bit of the, uh, the harder thing to do, but you, you keep doing it and the more you for me like the more you the more you do that the quicker the turnarounds come you know the quicker those moments come that just you know flips you upside down almost you know almost instantaneously and uh and and to go back to those of having them the moments of where you have those clear moments of of truth it's you, you you don't you know, I, I don't find that you really get it through actively sitting and meditating. I mean, cause really the, the idea of, you know, the me- of meditation stuff isn't, isn't to sit and figure it out. It's, it's to be, it's, it's to sit and be as open as you can be and just have stuff pass through you. And you then, you know, you just observe it and, and see what it is. And, I find myself meditating at all different times of the day. you know, sometimes it's while I'm sitting having coffee in the morning and sometimes I'm absolutely not meditating while I'm sitting having coffee. you know, I'm very engaged in something. sometimes it's while I'm driving. sometimes it's you know in in the middle of a kind of a mundane process or aspect of work it you know and there's so you never know you never know the moments where you're gonna have those aha moments because you you don't it's just a matter of i think are you open and if you're open you're bound to have at some point in time something pass through you that is like oh yes yes you know and it's and like you said it's it's that puzzle piece falling into place Mm. and and it is great it's definitely it definitely gives a good feeling
1: Mm. yeah i feel like um in regards to meditation, I am a terrible meditator. <laughs> I mean, I I, I have a I, I I'm just I'm just horrible at it. I mean, it's uncomfortable. It's a discipline, so you have to get used to it. Um, so I recognize that. But you know, sitting and just being kind of quiet and just kind of focusing on the breathing and trying to get yourself into that mindset, I t- tend to just my mind tends to wander, and, and not in a way that I'm just watching the thoughts go by, in a way that I am actively engaging with them, which is unfortunate. But I do
0: feel you're right. Well, if you don't, if you don't force it, though, remember that time in the backyard of your parents' house? Yeah,
1: where we just, uh, yeah, where we just sat out there. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful time.
0: Like, like if you, it, so like, the, there's got to be, you can't, like you said, it's, it should be for, it can be intentional, but you can't, fo- like, just let it, I feel like it's got to be a gradual process of falling into it. Like, back there, it was just like, all right, what, and like. You start to notice like, oh man, you know, the fresh air. You start to notice when the, the wind blows through the trees and you hear the leaves ruffle, you know, and then you, and then you realize, oh man, these birds have been going the whole time and I wasn't even tuned into it. But now I hear this, it's almost like a cacophony of sound, like a, a symphony of birds, you know, that, and then it's, well, why didn't I hear that? Oh, cause I was thinking about having to wake up tomorrow morning or, you know, and, and it's, so it's, yeah, sometimes it just comes from gradually opening up is the best way to put it. You know, just letting go of whatever it is you're holding on to and just opening up to whatever it is that may it is either around you or if there's not a lot of like, you know, stimulus around you if you're if you're inside with not a lot of noise, you know, if you just kind of quiet down, open up and then then you just then it's it's interesting to see what what ideas or or what whatever it may be you know passes through your through your mind yeah
1: what i was gonna say is that um yeah when you're meditating outside there's a lot to focus on um and then when you're sitting inside it can be very quiet but also like realizations coming from the from the um from like living life like like you said these real these these lightning bolt realizations coming from living life having a body and a mind is, is, is part of life. So, so this idea of being open, sometimes it's very simple. Sometimes it's just as simple as sitting down and just feeling the way that your body's feeling almost, you know, like kind of scanning through your body, just kind of being in that place and allowing your mind to kind of focus on the breathing and then focus on where, where your mind may wander. So you're right. It is, it's, it's, it's not this like, uh, super intentional um, practice necessarily, but it can. But when you leave yourself open, you're still leaving yourself open to a life ex- experience of having a body, having a mind, being alive. Just be, just, just the feeling of being alive is it, in and of itself is is a remarkable thing to just sit and dwell upon. It so, is. I
0: mean, it is life. You know, life is fascinating. It really is. Um, it's a gift, and that's why I was saying. You know, and you know the 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 true aha it's, moment. Like I said, it, in my and it's just it's an opinion. I it's not, it's not fact based at all. It's just it's one of those things that I feel for me is just very true, and and I always hold on to it. But like you know, the aha moment is is when you pass and you're able to at that point reconnect with it all and 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 everything, and, and just I feel like you're just you, you reach full understanding at that point but it's not to say though that you should skip out on life just to get to that you know because life you don't know if you have another go around at this and it, it's it's a, it's a beautiful gift it's it's a it's a fascinating experience that it should be lived out to its fullest and uh you know it's because i i've, I've very recently actually have been kind of, um, starting to catch on to like, you know, the whole idea of of reincarnation and just how, you know, you, you know, you have this, this, this soul that kind of goes through these cycles and, you know, reincarnation. And when it comes to living life, it's, that's your opportunity to build And 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 morph and and just enhance, you know, that that soul. And so to live life, you know, that's where you you're able to over over the course of the lifetime. No, no matter how long it is, I think you know some are destined to be longer than others, and you know, and vice versa. You you know, you should build you should build on it as much as you can because. You don't know when the next go round is. You don't know if there is another go around. So just it you know, it's it's almost like just it's just have a respect for the fact that you have this life and and try to try to live it to the fullest. Try to do as as much as you can that you feel is quote unquote good, you know, and and that comes through, like you said, that idea of um a lot of that comes through you know how how you treat others and and you know the idea of of, of dharma and karma like what you're putting out there you know what 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 type of energy are you, are you putting out into the Is and and this you know this life is your opportunity to to do the best you can with it and it can get really hard at times but at the at the end of it it is it it's 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 a real special unique you know, experiences, it's, it's, or trip, or, or whatever you want to call it. So just you know, make the best of it and 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 enjoy it. You know, it's as hard as it may be to do so at times. Uh, it ultimately you just you get you have to enjoy it because it's just it's it's really it's really a ride. <laughs>
1: All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Faith in Humanity podcast. I hope that you all enjoyed it. I obviously enjoyed recording it. I love my discussions with Mike. All right, be sure to follow us on all social media. You can find us on Twitter at TFIH underscore podcast. You can find us on YouTube and on Facebook by searching the Faith in Humanity podcast. And you can email us at tfih.podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. And of course, as always... If you have a minute of your time, to please go on to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, and rate and review us. It will help others find our podcast. And until next time, stay safe and peace be with you.